everyone and welcome back to another edition of Giant Sisters um, and I'm really excited today I'm with Anna Galvin who's fundraising and marketing manager for Maya Health Foundation and is a former Silver Fern. Welcome Anna. Thanks Joe. thanks for having me. Thanks for being here and I am actually in Anna's office in Christchurch and it's amazing. Um, but if we're looking at um, the power of intention, your career and your life, has that been by design or luck or a bit of both? Oh my goodness, um, I can tell you there's a whole lot of everything in there. I think probably the only thing that I knew when I was a little child was that I wanted to be a silver fern. Yeah, wow. So when I was eight I wrote that goal and I specifically worked towards that until I retired when I was about 35 from playing netball. That's fantastic. Yeah, so a big chunk of my career was set to doing the thing that I loved most, which was playing netball and representing our country doing that. Well done. Um, in the meantime, I did study to be a secondary school teacher. Yep. Went to university for four years, got my PE, my physical education degree. Yeah. Um, but never actually used that. Right. So um, You're fit enough already. Well, yes, used the information and the academia yeah. side of it to apply to my sports life, but never actually went teaching right mm. and what do you think is the most challenging thing that's ever happened to you and how did that help shape your life oh that's a great question I mean there's so many different challenges that that come up I think um, for me I was 24 when I first became a mother I think that was wow. particularly challenging right I had been an elite athlete yes um, but I, and I know I'm talking a lot about my sport here but I guess for me it has shaped my life when I was um, when I retired when I was about 35 years old, mm. um, from being a semi-professional, professional athlete, yeah. um, I sort of went, what next? You know, I devoted yes. my whole life primarily to, to playing netball and to training and putting into the sport that I love most. Mm. And it's not often in people's lives that they retire twice. Right. And yeah, so, good yeah. point, yeah. To be 35 and going kind of, well, the world's my oyster, what do I do now? I had three little kids. Um, my youngest was off to, to primary school. She was five, and so it was time to go, what now? And um, I guess I kind of just fell into this fundraising realm. Um, yeah. and, and for me, going into full-time work for the first time at 35 was a real eye-opening challenge. Right, yes. I mean, young people listening to this will... will not believe when I say to them I hadn't really used a computer that much. Wow, yes, understand, yeah. Um, you know, I hadn't been on um, using spreadsheets and Outlook and doing all those things that you do. We didn't do them much as an athlete. Sure, we watched videos on, on the computers and things like that, but, um, you know, not to the extent that I needed to in my business life. Mm -hmm. So I worked incredibly hard for the next four years. Um, to have been in three different jobs over that time and have worked my way up to being a fundraising and marketing manager here at the Maya Health Foundation. And that has been a pretty big challenge, to be honest. Yeah, absolutely. Do you want to tell us a bit about the Maya Health Foundation? Mm. Maya's doing some pretty cool things. Maya actually stands for Brave and Courageous, and it's a, a health charity set up in the South Island to take on really big, bold and courageous projects. Wonderful. Yeah, and so um, our first two projects are the enhancements in the new hospital for all the paediatric wards yes. and the second thing is putting a helipad on the roof of Christchurch Hospital because we're the only tertiary hospital in New Zealand that currently doesn't have a helipad. Well you need a helipad. Yeah well we do. When you hear that it takes about 13 minutes to transfer a patient from Hagley Park to the hospital yeah. Then you go, That's I need to change that and I'm, I want to be part of it and that's what I'm here to do. That's fantastic. Mm. Um, what are some of the unique things that you experience in your role? Oh, 
Well, fundraising is probably not something that you sit at school mm. and go, oh, I really want to be a fundraiser. Right. Um, it's kind of something that I guess people generally fall into. Mm. And saying that, it is a profession and it's it's got mm. a, um, the New Zealand Fundraising Institute and, and various ones around the world and things like that that you belong to. Yes. Um, and there's qualifications, of course. Um, but I guess the thing for me is, is fundraising is all about people. And it's about talking to people and making relationships. And mm. I guess the stronger those relationships are and the more authentic they are, the more likely it is that people are going to give to your charity. Yes. And so for me, on a daily basis, um, that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm, I'm forming and, and building relationships with people. Fantastic. Um, and in terms of your career, you've given us the highlights of, you know, you've had a, two Illuminous careers already. <laughs> what do you think sort of um, is the driving force or your passion for purpose of where you are now? Oh, um, I knew quite young that I loved helping people. Yes. So for me, the, my driver, what gets me out of bed in the morning is helping people. Yes. And initially I thought I was going to be a teacher and that was helping people. Mm. But it didn't fill my tank. I loved imparting knowledge on the kids and being mm. with them and interacting. I was a secondary school teacher. Yes. But what I didn't love is I didn't love, um, or I missed the spontaneity. Right. I don't like going to work in the same place every Structure, day. Structure, yeah. Yeah. Being an elite athlete, you're packing your bags, you're here, there, you're everywhere. Yes. Different training venues, different, yeah. So yeah. That for me, I, I, I required some spontaneity and some variation in my daily life. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. In terms of he, um, sheroes and heroes and who inspires you, who, who would you say that is for you? Well, um, there's, a, there's quite a few actually and I think we're particularly mm. lucky in New Zealand that there are some really, really strong women role models out there for us. I mean, in yes. fact, you know, talking to you about this makes me think about my childhood. Mm. I grew up in a time when Helen Clark was the Prime Minister, yes. when Jenny Shipley was there, yes. and now, of course, we've got Jacinta Ardern as our yeah. Prime Minister. You know, these really strong, powerful women um, taking on the world, yes. you know, the likes of Helen Clark with the UN and so forth. So, basically, I grew up in that in the 80s when it was women or girls can do anything, yeah. and I have that philosophy kind of embedded in me, and there's probably not anything that I don't think... Mm. you know I can do and, and I love that those women along the way have, have been my hero and inspired me mm, um, absolutely I, at the moment in terms of I'm, I'm you know reasonably youthful uh, I don't mean an age I probably mean an experience I'm embarking on my journey to be who I am and where I'm heading yes so I've recently connected with the Institute of Directors because eventually I'd like to be a professional director yes and I've got a role model in there called Jane Huia who I really enjoyed connecting with, a really another strong woman role mm. model who's who's local and right. who I can connect with, you know, catch up with for coffee, yes. chat over where things are going, you know, what she thinks the state of players and help me keep my goals and my vision of where I want to be on track. That's wonderful. Mm. So as we um, are in the year of the 125th year of celebrating suffrage, what are your thoughts on um, the opportunities for women and girls both here in New Zealand and around the world? Mm. Well, I think it's, uh, firstly I've got two daughters myself. Right, and, great. You know, yeah, and, and I'm bringing them up to, to know that anything is possible. There's, there's, there is, gender isn't a bias that, you know, is in our house. There aren't we're different to other houses. There aren't pink jobs and blue jobs. We get things done. Great. And, um, you That's know, brilliant. Yeah. yeah. So, um, just to bring it down to that really micro level, you know, like, and I know I might sound a bit silly here, but, you know, I back the trailer, you put the rubbish out, you do all those things. Mm. Our girls know that that's what happens around anything is possible. You can do anything. Yeah. You can be anything. 
yeah. and gender is that there is no there is no differentiation or no difference in our house. That's fantastic. Now I know you've got a um, a campaign coming up soon. Do you want to share us a bit of information about that? Mm. For the next uh, six weeks, or in the end of this week, in six weeks' time, we've got this great. Um, campaign where we are trying really hard and I fingers crossed that we get there Joe to raise a million dollars for the helipad in Christchurch. Yes. Um, so in those six weeks um, we're trying to well crowdfund I guess that people like you and I donating money. Yes. Um, and if we get to five hundred thousand dollars, a local um, foundation here is gonna match us dollar for dollar. That's fantastic. Yeah. So it's a really achievable task. It's um, it's it's all highlighting the thirteen minute transfer time from the hospital or sorry, from Hagley Park at the moment, where the, where the helipad is, to the hospital. Yes. And so I just really urge people that live in rural South Island or the South Island in general who, you just when you don't expect it, you need the helipad, um, yeah. to get online and make a donation. And where should they go? What's the web address? It's 13minutes.co.nz. So it's 13minutes.co.nz. Yeah. Or of course they can always come to Maya Health, which is M-A-I-A Health. Well, that's brilliant. Well, I definitely will be going and donating. Hey, thanks so much, Anna, for your time today. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Joe. Great to catch up with you. Same.